Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Devin Leary. This is Carolina Barlow. B A R L O. Great job. Cat just took a shit, which reminds me of the famous George Clooney story. Have you heard this? No. Is it going to be like disturbing? No. Oh. Um, I feel like there's so many stories about people who like catch diseases from their cats and it really scares me. Well, there is that too. If I get like toxic shock syndrome from my cat, like I'll never forgive (laughs) toxic shock syndrome. I'll never forgive myself. Cookie, curse you. (laughs) So. George Clooney, when he was an up-and-coming actor, lived with the character actor Richard Kind, which if you Google Richard Kind, you'll be like, that's weird. They live together. Anyway, Richard Kind had a cat, and so they had a litter box in their apartment, and Richard Kind would never clean out the litter box, and it it drove George Clooney crazy. Okay, that is disgusting. Yeah, and so George Clooney finally one day was like, I've had enough, and he started manically cleaning out the uh, litter box before Richard Kind could see it. So he, every time the cat took a shit, George Clooney would like clean it really quickly. That's what and I Richard, do. Richard, as you, anyone should. Richard yeah. Kind to George Clooney was like, I'm really worried about Kitty. Like he's oh, not, not pooping. And George Clooney was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> this part is gross. Then next time George Clooney has to take a huge shit, he takes it in the litter box. Men are so disgusting. <laughs> so then he hears Richard Kind go and see the litter box and just go, <laughs> oh, kitty. <laughs> like thinking kitty. Well, this is an adult man's shit. This is so disturbing in so many ways, especially because I'm like, what's wrong with George Clooney that he wouldn't just be like, 
hey, I've actually been cleaning the little litter box because like, I think it's really gross that you don't clean it. And, and he like instead lies when his friend is like, I'm worried about the cat. He's like, oh, I don't no, know what's he had going bothered on. Him about it. He had bothered about it. But Richard Kind as another male wasn't doing anything about it. But then why wouldn't George Clooney be honest about like, I've just been cleaning the litter box. Why did he lie about that? That's weird. Because he wanted to take a huge shit in it. So it looked like the little kitty had taken an adult man's shit. I don't like this. I hate all of it. Well, that Take is it back the to story. The that's the truth. And that's what I'm here to deliver. <laughs> Guess what, pick. Devin? The world isn't always going to work exactly <laughs> how you it want it to. It ain't always roses, okay? <laughs> Sometimes really upsetting things Sometimes happen. Sometimes real stuff happens, okay? In the home George of Clooney George takes a shit in a litter box. Clooney. George, George W. George W. Clooney. <laughs> you laughed at your own joke. Junior. <laughs> George W. Clooney Jr. Wait, is George um, Bush Jr. or is he? Yeah, he's Jr., right? And then he's then there's yeah. Senior. Okay. So who's third? No, I'm kidding. Anyway. W. Okay. Ugh. I can't Let's believe say, we lived through that and that looks normal now compared to the fucking clown show we have. I do not and will not ever again engage in the politics of this country. Sorry to say. <laughs> I don't know. I am so burnt out from posting like I was being paid to um, uh, during the 2020 election. And it's so funny because it took me a while to be like, who am I talking to? Just All of to- the people who follow me who are liberal. Anyone it- who's like even on the fence has unfollowed me by now. I think there's like a, there's like an unhealed wound behind a lot of like the obsession that many of us have or used to have with like how fucked up the country is it's just kind of like i don't know i'm just kind of like where does that come from but that being said i go on my little like i actually get mad sometimes when my because my algorithm is entirely scandoval and like gwyneth paltrow's like murder conviction trial i don't even know what she's on trial for i just see the pictures and for memes hitting about someone them. with her skis but she does look like she's on trial for murder and i would watch ryan murphy's coverage of this i will and i love it i'm like if anyone who can be that iconic on trial in utah like i love you for life but anyway, someone when was I- like no one has looked more like they are on trial for a ski collision than gwyneth paltrow i love that she owns that like i love it i'm it's like, just here to you- tell you the truth that's who do you all trust more? that i can do her or some fake ass bitch like Jody Arias who dyes her hair to look like she's like more simple and less threatening. But um, she has an amazing Jody Arias actually is launching a competitive um lifestyle brand just like Goop. Oh, Jupe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would actually read that. But the point I'm saying is when something comes up in my algorithm somehow that's like Trump's getting arrested tomorrow. I'm like get out of here. Like get away. I don't want I don't know anything about that. I don't want to know about that. Like I don't I know it was interesting. I was listening to Pod Save America yesterday because I'm trying not to just like blast my ears with Jack Harlow and, you know, learn something on my long dog walks. And they are talking about Trump the whole time and Ron DeSantis. And I was like, I, I thought that I, I voted to stop hearing about him. Actually, listening to his voice is harrowing. It's no, thank you, is no what thanks. I want to say. I, I literally was just like walking around like with a frown on my face. Like, why do I have to keep hearing about him? I guess because he's a threat to democracy, but, you know, so is Mark Zuckerberg. And I don't want to see his ugly, pasty face. Anyway, this is not a political podcast. If you haven't guessed that by, you know, our 200 episodes, we're talking about sex in high school. This is this is what I'm going to shift the conversation to something that's also a threat to 
I would say beyond democracy, even humanity, which mm-hmm. is the most recent season of The Bachelor and, and the way it came to a close, which was that. And by the way, like, I want to be accountable. I, I want to admit my wrongs and, and stand in the power of my mistakes. I want to I want to believe that I'm allowed to make mistakes and still can be accepted by our listeners. And, and so I am sorry that I doubted Gabby with an eye from this season of The Bachelor. I actually am in awe of her and think she's funny and interesting. I just think for some reason, and I'm going to blame the producers and editors, this side of her that's so likable didn't come out until later. But the last um, two episodes, the Fantasy Suites Sex Week, as fucking Virgin Zach calls it, um, and the finale, I was like, wait, I actually need to like stand with her for life. and. I hope this isn't the end of her journey. I hope we'll see her again. But basically, like, I don't know if you watch Carolina, but in the spoiler sex week, alert, what happened? OK, in sex week, Zach does this whole shebang. Sorry, shebang. He <laughs> shebangs is, her. <laughs> he does. But his whole spiel is he's not going to have sex with anyone because he wants to be like that. That one guy that they always bring out, they like wheel out this this one guy who ever stayed married on The Bachelor. I, I think his name's Sean. They like wheel him out on like. A fucking car. He's a hundred years old. They wheel yeah, him out in a like, wheelchair. They're like, I just always have looked looked up to Sean because he stayed married. It's like a lot of people have. Like, what's going on? Um, but anyway, they like brought out Sean again, and Zach's like, I don't want to have sex because Sean didn't, so he doesn't <laughs> want to have loser. sex with them. I know. And so then he has the the date with Ariel. No offense to her, but all of us watching are like, yeah, this one's first for a reason. He doesn't actually care about her. They're not gonna have sex or stay together or anything. Then it's Gabby's turn with an eye. Immediately, I'm like, as I said, awestruck because they go to the beach and they're like talking and she just suddenly has a meltdown and is like, wait a second, like, sorry, I need a second. And she's like, I feel like I look like shit. I feel like I look bad. Like, I don't understand. Okay, she's one of us. She's one of us. And I was like, I totally get it. And it was, it's one of those things where it's like, I've had so many meltdowns like that. And it does come from a place of like feeling like something's off, like, I think, first of all, it's a lot of pressure. Like, she's jealous. Is he going to pick this other person over her? But also, there was, like, a feeling of, like, I think he's not going to pick me, maybe. Um, And so she has this little, like, meltdown. And then she goes back. And then he kind of talks through it with her. And and I'm kind of like, I love her. Then he tells her, like, I'm not going to have sex or whatever. And she does, like, a brief thing with the cameras where she's like, well, I mean, he says he doesn't want to now. But, like, maybe he will, (laughs) which was exactly what my reaction would be, like. Okay, a challenge. You're saying you don't want to do that. Challenge begins now. Um, And then basically the next day, Zach does this whole confessional thing with Jesse Palmer, which I just sent Carolina this TikTok that I'm so obsessed with because we've been all wondering, like, where did Jesse come from? And I didn't even realize that he used to have eyebrows. And that's when he looked good. And he was a full blown like bachelor. Like what? I didn't know that. But anyway. He there's this clip going around on TikTok of when he he calls out the rose for the rose ceremony. He's like, Katie, and this girl steps forward and you can see him being like, oh, shit, shit, shit. She's like, he's like, will you accept this rose? And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, um, Chris, can I talk to you for a second? And basically it's like I I said the wrong name. Like, I don't know their names and I don't know who she is. (laughs) I meant to say Casey and I said Katie. He's like a child. He goes. I forgot her name. Like, <laughs> like gulp. 
<laughs> and then he's like a child. He's like, um, I'm really, ladies, I'm really embarrassed, but I said the wrong name. And then he's like, but Katie, you're welcome to stay if you want. And she goes, yeah, I guess I'll stay and see what happens. <laughs> anyway, so that's Jesse's deal. And Zach is confessing to him, like, I went against my promise. I, I, I became intimate with Gabby, which I'm like, all right, you this whole show is like promoting the most sick and twisted idea of sex I've ever heard to say became intimate. Like we became intimate is like, imagine if, if I said that to you, like if I like called you and I was like, yeah, last night was fun. Um, we actually became intimate. Like, Oh my you, God. You would call. I would just be like, there, I think that Devin's Christian. Like, I think that someone like we became intimate, took her to church. I want you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Anyway, so then he goes to Gabby and you can tell she's like so excited. Like he I think probably her thought process was like, oh, my God, he's coming to tell me like he's actually in love with me. That's what I would have thought, too. Like he's going to say, like, scratch this whole sex week thing. I just want to be with you. And instead, he's like, I feel awful about the fact. I mean, oh, my God. Yes. It's so triggering because I feel like this has happened to all of us where a guy is like, I think what happened between us is like fucked up. And you're like, wait, Wait. really? I thought like we men, both had fun. Men who have some fucked up like Catholic guilt or like moral issue or whatever the fuck. And like being treated like what we did was wrong. And it, of course, as a woman, you're like, oh, because of me, like something's wrong right, with me. Right. Like I'm some horror or something. So basically he's like, I feel like I have to be honest about what happened between us because I don't want to keep any secrets. And like, 
I'm really not proud of what I did. And, and she's like, wait, what? And she's like, oh, well, like, whatever. She's just confused. And then he goes and tells everyone. And then they go on like their final date. And basically she's like, at this point, fed up, I think. Then she basically questions the whole structure of the system by saying like, she's like, okay, so rightly so like, she's like, okay, so technically tomorrow you're making your decision about who's going to be the person for the rest of your life. And she's kind of like, you must already know like who it is. And he's like, no, I don't know. Oh my God. In that moment, you're just kind of like, really? Like there's no fucking world in which she's basically asking him, like, just let me off easy. Like, just tell me that it's not me. And she's like, at one point she says in like a confessional, she's like, okay, if you have a decision to make, like make your fucking decision already. Like, don't like go through this whole thing with me and whatever. So then um, she continues to be as iconic as possible. The final elimination thing when Ariel leaves, she turns to um, Gabby turns to Katie and she's like, I feel like I have a fucking scarlet letter on me. And like, I'm just like, wait, suddenly like this is a journey of a hero. And like, I'm completely captivated. The final. I hate this so much. It's like, okay, this is what it is too. It's uh, this narrative that we have been told since we were children of like, you have to like withhold sex to make a guy take you seriously. Yes. And us being like, okay, but what if, you know, for instance, I really want to have sex quickly. Like I, I have a problem and a problem, quote unquote. You know how everyone's like, guys need to do foreplay more. I'm like the yeah. opposite where I'm like, I get so excited to have sex that like we make out for like maybe like 20 seconds. And then I'm like, let's do this. Well, it's and, also like we don't need to do a charade here. Like, yeah, like but, but I have so many friends who are like, oh, yeah, I just like love making out. And I'm like, mm, I can only do that for so long before I'm like, OK, I need to hook up. Like even if we're like parked in a cul-de-sac, I'm like, OK, we're probably going to be like having sex now. but. <laughs> I say all that to say the idea of that, like, okay, and then I'll be this girl that you hooked up with instead of a girl you can actually take seriously. I just resent. And I have never felt that way about a guy when we've hooked up quickly. I've never been like, oh my God, I don't know if I could like take him seriously as like a partner. And I just don't, I, I don't, and we've talked about this a lot in the podcast, but I don't, if, if a guy sees me that way, if he has these antiquated ideas I don't want to be with him because I'm going to do a lot of things. Exactly. (laughs) When you get to know me that don't look like some, you know, girl who's, I'm not like other girls. I don't play by the rules. Right. No, I I really, (laughs) really, (laughs) I really love what you just said because I was thinking about a conversation I had when I was in my like early twenties with a female friend of mine and a a male friend who's like, who was like a straight, we we were like using him as the straight male voice. And we were like, is it true that like, if you have sex with a guy right away, then he won't think that you're like relationship material. And my male friend was like, yeah, it is kind of true, unfortunately. And never once did I think like, maybe something's wrong with him. Like, why does he think that? Like never once would I have been like, oh, why do you have such weird ideas about women that if they want to have sex, you wouldn't want to marry them? Like, that sounds disturbing for you. Instead, I was like questioning myself. I was like, wait, what? And by the way, at the time I was in this relationship where like I had sex with him right away and then we dated for three and a half years, you know, like it's like it just was weird anyway. So it's so fucked up. And I love Gabby because, you know, the finale setup where it's like they both come in 
limos and they go to like a platform and one of them yeah, gets yeah, broken yeah. up with and the other gets proposed to, which is insane, obviously, in and of itself. And so Gabby gets out of her car and she like steps into like this mud there in Thailand, which is just Thailand is the zeitgeist right now. If people haven't picked up on that. And um, so she gets out of the car and she's like, oh, this is like a muddy spot. And then she turns to the driver and she's like, when you drop off Katie, like when it really matters, don't park here because she's like going to get muddy. And I'm like, this bitch is going wow. like I'm like yeah wow. and so she goes down she's walking down to the platform and she's doing like a confessional and she's like I know it's not me like I have a gut feeling she also said that to Jesse and he's like she's like I just have a feeling it's not me and he goes why and she's like I don't know and he's like okay well right this way and I was like, this is so <laughs> he's like I don't know what to do with anything that's <laughs> he's like, deeper what's your name again then uh the most shallow fake pool in uh front of a las vegas hotel exactly which is the equivalent of his personality so she goes down and zach starts trying to like break up with her and she's immediately like okay no i don't need you to do that like i i knew this was gonna happen i'm good and he's like i just wanted to say like you deserve a guy who picks you first and she's like stop i don't want to hear that and then she like leaves so then we go so then he chooses katie i guess whatever the fuck who cares i love katie but i just feel sad for her that she's with him so then Gabby comes out for the like the After, live t- taping yeah. thing, whatever that is. And everyone's applauding her. She looks amazing. And then she starts going into her story, which she's like, the reason I was hurt is because I guess like when they had sex uh, became intimate, as Zach would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a conversation where they were like, that was really special. And, and he said, like, that's just between us. Right. And she's like, yeah, it's just between us. Like, m- meaning oh, to my her- God. To her, she felt like, oh, like he means it's so special that it's just between us. And also she said that like that night they became like really vulnerable talking about like childhood stuff and whatever. And then she gets blindsided by him being like, "Okay, so actually, like, I feel like last night was wrong. And she actually asked him on their final date, like she was like, so like, are you like not happy about what happened between us? Like, did you not were you not okay with that or did you not like that? And he's like, no, no, of course. She's like, I'm just confused. Like, I feel like I was treated like something was wrong with me and whatever. And then she's she's being like so vulnerable and, and talking about this. And then Jesse Palmer is like, uh, guys, it is a live broadcast. So we're going to have to uh, move on. And she's like, of course. what? And then Zach is like, well, I just wanted to say, like, I apologize. And Jesse's like, so we do have to move on. Thank you. It was like the most jarring thing. And then they cut after the next commercial break. It's like, so Zach and Katie love story come to life, like whatever. And I'm like, okay, this, it, this show is so, so dark. It needs new producers. It simply needs new producers. Yeah, it does. Can you imagine if we produced that show? It would be off the walls, banana cuckoo time. I think it would be empowering. It would be so empowering. And it would also be insane. I mean, in the best way possible. That's the thing is like, we've learned from Bravo that, you can make a show that still is like socially progressive while also being the most batshit fucking trash. crazy trash that you can't stop watching. And ABC has not gotten to that point yet. They just have. Absolutely. Not. I would have the girl meet one night stands of every guy on the show. How I would arrange such a thing. I don't know. And I would want to know how they he treated a one night stand. Yes. And then. Yes, that's actually okay. Wait, this is actually genius. It's basically the pilot episode of Grey's Anatomy as a dating yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. They, they, like setup is like you're in a bar and they're just like we're like 
hidden camera or just like, oh, this is a show about like people meeting in a bar, whatever. People will sign up for any reality show. And then they all meet in a bar and they all like go home with her, hook up with her. And then they go to their taping of The Bachelor and it's like, surprise. Yeah. How are you going to grapple with I was the random girl in a bar and I'm supposed to be your wife? How are you going to grapple with that? And then I would have one of the dates be that they have to watch all of the Kardashian cousins' children. So just like Kendall had to do on an episode of Keeping Up, they have to babysit all of the Kardashians' kids and have Northwest boss them around. And you have to see what a man acts like in that environment. That one might be more hard to pull off, but I, I do think it's worth it to see how a guy reacts to handling a bunch of children. Okay. And rich children, as we know, are different than regular children. Well, I will say that they did like a, for some reason, a special preview of the next season of Kardashians during the Bachelor finale. And it's so nothing like there's it's nothing there's at, at the it's just like a bunch of clips of nothingness, nothingness, nothingness. And like Courtney being annoyed that she has to work or something. And then Kim saying at the end, like, do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. It's like, oh, my God. What? So there is a, a tweet by Helena at Fresh Hell. And she responded oh, to I Kim Kardashian saying, what do you guys want to see for season three of the Kardashians? Do you guys like family stuff, work stuff, kids stuff, BTS of shoots, family pranks? And Helena responds, I want to see Kendall Jenner take an improv class. And she's not allowed to take Xanax or get an IV of vitamins beforehand. Then I want Courtney to tour the factory where they make Cheez-Its. This is a two hour episode. Then I want <laughs> Kylie to do ayahuasca. Oh, my God. I love that. I want you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. So we don't have that much time, but I want to talk about, listen, there could be a whole offshoot of this podcast that is a Vanderpump Rules recap podcast. I started watching Vanderpump. Feels like a lifetime ago and it feels like yesterday. I watched it because I don't like feeling left out of things. I find that triggering and I was left out of caring about the scandal because I didn't really know these people. So I thought best that I get on this very quickly to try to join the conversation, to try to find a community, you know, Mm. as someone who doesn't really have one. So I start and I think this is when producers have struck gold, much like Jill Zarin, much like Bethany Frankel. Once in a while, you're like, you found something here that is extremely special and you better not let go of it. Yeah. And I want to say something about Jax Taylor, Mm. which is that he is the housewife we do not have right now. Mm. Mm. He is the chaotic. He is the pot stir. There is Jax Taylor never hears something without repeating it to someone else. And for a very Giselle character, he's a very Giselle character. And for instance, I was watching his birthday in Hawaii last night and Kristen Dowdy, Doody, <laughs> was Doty. not, Doty was not invited. He could give a shit about this girl, but he knows the game of reality TV. So at dinner, he like starts pouting and everyone's like, Jax, what's wrong? He's like, I just feel like oh, some people aren't here who should be here, who should have been invited. And you're like, Jax. You do not give a shit about like making sure everyone's included. You just want to fuck Lala and like make Britney to get bigger implants. Yeah. He's also the most alcoholic, like disturbing character I've ever seen, who is really the equivalent of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. But I haven't had this much joy watching a TV show in a while. And and I also want to briefly talk about Tom Schwartz, who I find triggering and adorable. Like, yes, Tom Schwartz, if I met him in real life, I would try to date. I've tried. I've thought about DMing him many times. I, I mean, well, you know that I DM Shep from Southern Charm, and that's a whole that's a whole thing I can bring to therapy someday. Tom Schwartz is adorable. He's like goofy and kind of weird. I think he might have like an OCD or like a tick or something, which I find very charming. Um, but he is, I think, a sneaky, very bad boyfriend. And then we have Katie Maloney, who is probably an alcoholic. <laughs> As uh, Chelsea Connors, friend of the pod, said, there's an episode where... Tom Schwartz is like, Katie's never like this, except when she does, co- uh, except when she drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think there's a lot of. Oh, o- clearly. O- opioid and um, amphetamine use off camera. But James I mean, Kennedy <laughs> is okay. on so much cocaine. So James is sick. And I do see that he's abusive, but also like he I'm is attracted to him. He's truly a Dickensian, like, oh, like a, yes, a Dickensian, yes, yes, yes. like villain like sad like when they talk about when he was bullied i don't know if you got to this point yet but like when they talk about how he was bullied as a kid and like when when his mom shows up later and she's like you took your first steps at tiffany's and whatever it's just very dark but yeah i think 
Schwartz, like early seasons, you're like, wow, Katie, especially when she like gets rid of the yellow hair, Katie is like beautiful and Schwartz is so hot. And then they're just so sad together. And it's interesting. They're They're simply mismatched. And for instance, the engagement photos thing, I thought her engagement photo idea was actually really cute. Like she wants to do the sand lot where she's saving him on the beach. I thought like fun. Like that's actually like, like me and my friend watching and we're like, this is a good idea. And he's like, oh, I hate engagement photos. I hate this. I hate this. And you're like, you simply don't want to be married. You simply want to be single and be with someone else. And this girl wants a conventional life. And this is a big mismatch in general. And this man was not proposing after five years. Now, I, for one, like, I'm simply just trying to meet someone I like to the point where I'm like, if I met someone I liked and enjoyed and they said, I never want to get married, I would say, fine. Like, I just want a partner. But I completely understand any woman who after five years is like, I want to make this official. I don't think there's anything like cheesy or wrong or like clingy about that at all. And so the episode where he proposes, it's sweet, but he's like sweating. He's freaking out. They're always freaking out about he's he's been freaking out about like the proposal and commitment and all this stuff. And obviously it's all connected to like his career because men have a harder time proposing when they're not sure of like what they're doing financially. But, what, but what, same- what's his career? He's never done anything. He literally exactly, he had exactly. no job. And then one time, one day, Lisa Vanderpump was like, I like your personality. So I'm going to put you as the face of my bar. And he's like, OK, that's his I career. Know. And but this is it. He's charming. Like he's like, Lisa has an effect on me. Like his crush on Lisa is so cute. But then I was, you know, skipping ahead and reading about the things that he says to Katie after they're married. And he's like horrific. Yeah, it's really and this bad. This is what I find triggering. I'm like, oh my God, I've dated you so many times. He does not stick up for her. So literally there are episodes of Ariana and Tom Sandoval screaming at her and they cut to Tom Schwartz directly next to his fiance or girlfriend at the time eating noodles and looking as if he's watching TV. Like he is not engaged in the slightest. And someone is literally yelling at his girlfriend who's a friend of his. And, you know, later in the season... Sheena, you know, texts Ariana's mom about how she thinks Tom Sandoval is full of himself and Ariana's changed since she's been with him. We know all of this to be true. And I love Shayna's like, yeah, I'm right about that. Yeah, I don't apologize for that. No, sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I did say that. You are full of yourself. And um, Katie agrees with her. And Tom Schwartz is like, Katie, don't do this. And he's like, he is not full of himself. And she was like, well, that's a Tom Schwartz opinion. And he's like, oh my God, don't say that. And it's like, this, we've talked about this endlessly at the podcast. Maybe take my words seriously. Maybe take my opinion seriously. I've spent enough time with this person. Maybe look at how I view your friends as not some antagonistic person. She's obviously hung out with this person and liked them and not been rude to them. But it's like, I just am so resentful at men not taking their girlfriend's opinion seriously until it's too late, until that person has fucked you over. Yeah. And like, Jax does fuck Schwartz over m- many times. And then even when that happens, when Katie's like, I just don't like Jax, he's like, Baba, like, oh, you always do this. And it's like, I mean, the most recent episode of Vanderpump at the pool party when Katie like gets so upset and like triggered, it's like, because she, like she says, she's like, I thought maybe now that we're divorced, that that Tom would treat me like a normal person and like listen to me and defend me or like take my side but he still can't like he still immediately turns on her when anyone says anything and tries to control her to make 
himself more comfortable and it's so disturbing like it's very interesting and i've had this dynamic in relationships before where it's not even just that they dismiss my opinion they'll be like what are you talking about yeah like they'll be the first one to shit on it and i know that comes from their own feelings about themselves that doesn't come from me that comes from me them viewing me as an extension of themselves yeah but it's really frustrating and it's like it it makes me think of chris and monique from potomac where he was standing by her side when she physically attacked candace and he was sort of like okay this is embarrassing but he wasn't but he wasn't like but at the reunion he was defending like the indefensible and it's like so i'm not even doing anything like that i'm not saying that i'm gonna kill candace and the smallest opinion maybe defend me yeah or maybe say yeah that was really fucked up and I just I think that some men have a problem with that. And it's just, it's not what I'm about anymore. I need someone who has my back 100%. And that's what Katie needed. And I, I really like, she was on a podcast recently. And she was like, I'm mad about the divorce. Nobody wants to get divorced. And it's like, and she said, why didn't you just come meet me at the table? And it's like, oh yeah, why didn't you just come engage with me to try to make this marriage better? Yeah. It's like women do so much internal work trying to heal relationships and men show up like 30% some of the time. And I don't want to say all men because I know there's some really good ones out there. I literally had to stop watching VPR last night because of Tom Schwartz's behavior when he was dismissing Katie's experience of Tom Sandoval. And that's the thing about watching it now is you see all the red flags of Tom Sandoval. You see Ariana dismiss cheating rumors, which... I thought Shayna did a really good job of she brought up, you know, the cheating rumors to Ariana. And she said, is are you without a doubt believing Tom? And Ariana was like, yeah. And Shayna was like, then I'll never bring this up again. And it's like, okay. well, yeah, Shayna was also like, OK, so the night that Sandoval was in Miami with Miami girl, she's like, so did you guys talk on the phone that night? No. Did you guys FaceTime? No, because the FaceTime wasn't working. The FaceTime didn't work in that hotel room, sweetie. And Sheena was like, I'm just remembering when I was having an affair with Eddie that this was like some of the same stuff. The the really sad thing is like the clear setup was Ariana was an actually cool person who probably had a career ahead of her. And then Sheena, Sheena was like, she's going to be in a Hallmark Christian movie. She's not exactly. Well, now, you know, like at at the time she could have had a different career that isn't no offense, just a result of being cheated on in public. But she was clearly like a cool person and then Sheena was like her lame basic best friend who they have like a bond that will never be broken even though they have completely different types of lives now and Ariana went Sheena's way like instead of being like oh Sheena's like my best friend I love her her life is like so weird she works at a restaurant with all these people and like her husband is like a music producer (laughs) instead she was like I think I'm actually gonna start like hanging out with Sheena's crew and like doing what Sheena's doing and then she gets roped into this world that she never even belonged in in the first place and it's so sad. I'm, I'm, I just have, I've yet to ever once see the appeal of Sandoval. Like, I don't find him attractive. I don't find him funny. I find him so lame and awful in every way. Oh, yeah. He's disgusting. No, Ariana is like 10 times better than him. And he knows that. And that's why they have such a long relationship. Yeah. I completely agree. I also want to bring up when uh, Kristen does a sketch comedy show. And they're on the beach and Ariana's oh like, God. so she just thinks she can just do sketch comedy. I take sketch comedy very seriously. And I just Tough. think it's ridiculous that someone will just do sketch comedy. Tough. And I was like, Ariana, I love you. And they, all the girls are like, you are so dark and cynical since you've been dating Tom. And it's just undeniably true. But she just is good at it. 
One of my favorite things she says to Kristen is she's like, do whatever you want to do. Go frolic in a meadow or take a shit in the middle of the street. Just do it away from me. I know she's like, that is the most random insult ever, but it works. It works. It works. I also want to say justice for Lala. I agree. I'm having a complicated time with Lala right now because she's so hypocritical and unwilling to see. She's unwilling to admit the nuance of her own experience at all. And it's like a little bit coming across bad. And it's almost like my my frustration with her is that I'm like, wait, you're like looking bad and I don't want you to look bad because I want right. to be on your side. I want to be there for you. Yeah. And I just I'm sorry. It is tough for me. The lingo like my man and this. And but yeah, it's like, that's true. That's true. That's true. You I'm have watching very early episodes of her where she's kind of like just basically an alcoholic who's just like, yes. OK, when I'm drunk, I don't care if Santa Claus is in front of me. I don't care if the Pope is in front of me. I'm going to be making out with someone. No, and she is so fun and funny in the beginning. And I feel like she's a good friend. And like, it's like whenever there's like a girl who comes in and gets victimized by the rest of the group, like your first intention is to be like, I'm with you. Protect like, you. Yeah. I'm with her. I, I'm with her. Or the whoever fact that she's taking off her top every time she like, when she's like, when I get in the water, my top is coming off. And her and Faith, who I'm like... The fact that Faith doesn't get like any screen time is just disgusting. Oh, and like, just you wait, Carolina. I know. I've read everything. Okay. Like, I know what's to come. It's, it, it, I mean, thank God Bravo fired some people like Stassi and Kristen and Jax and Brit. They, all these people deserve to be fired for what they put Faith through. But you're also like, I she don't deserves this. I agree. But that's okay. okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that like she needed a story besides just being Lala's best friend. And like, yeah. I wanted like, why can't I know about her and Max dating? Like, why are they just yes. suddenly dating? And I'm just finding out about it. Like that's upsetting to me, but I do love that. They're always topless together in pools. And uh, <laughs> like Kristen, I mean, I'm sorry, Lala bouncing around in Lisa Vanderpump's pool with no top on and <laughs> literally in the leapfrog position. I was like, okay, you do not give a fuck that cameras are there. Yeah, but everyone being like, oh, my God, like Tom Schwartz being like, Lala, I saw your boobs. I'm like, grow up. It's so ridiculous. And all the girls being like, OK, my fiance saw your boobs. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like. It is Tom Schwartz is like, we've seen a lot of boobs. We love them, but we've seen them. So it's not a big deal. It is, though, like if I put myself in the position of like being in a long term relationship and like a much younger girl starts hanging around your friend group. And then you hear that sure. your boyfriend was in a pool with her and she had her sure. top on. Like okay, I would be mad it. too, but I don't think, I don't think they handle it well. Cause they don't handle anything well, but it's true too. But like, I do sort of get it. It's like usually with, especially with Katie and Stassi at the original core, I'm like, I see where you're coming from. And then they turn it into like an abusive attack that was like never justified. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, whoa, like, whoa, 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 why are you like bullying someone now? Like, I don't know why that had to happen. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's so much to tackle here that again, once the new episodes come out, we will certainly be covering more. And it, it's just a, a really, really special show. Um, I mean, we, I haven't even gotten into like, Jax's relationship with his Miami like sugar daddy or <laughs> I love that I forgot there's about that so Jason just... you haven't gotten into Jason Couchy yet with an eye Couchy with an eye no I haven't I mean I, I can't even talk about Jax making his Britney get bigger implants because um, he keeps showing a picture of Peter's girlfriend and saying I want them to look like this 
this is the thing is like to, to me above all justice for britney but i don't know about that she's really annoying to me really i love her so much i think she's, she's just like, the kind of girl who i'm like you would do anything you would drive 35 hours with boxes filling your car to be with this guy who i'm sorry looks like an aging porn star which i i personally could not relate to that more <laughs> i I'm, I'm just like do you know this person like and i also think that they have they look like each other if you look closely and i'm like you guys are just attracted like he just likes her because they look like each other yeah well he's a narcissist I mean, that is clear as day. It's so funny when they're at a house party and he's like, I'm sorry, if I'm paying for these, meaning her boobs, I have to have a say too. I want to like them too. And Katie Maloney is like, that's really weird. And then you see Jax, like obviously all of these people are on cocaine at this moment. And you see Jax replay it in his head. Like he's sweating and he's like, oh no, was that bad to say? <laughs> <laughs> that's the same. I think he's like swigging vodka on the couch and he's like to Tom Sandoval and he's like, stop talking about your band dude you think you're the number one oh, dog number here one guy. i'm number one the number one guy he just is has iconic. In, insane quarterback from high school energy and these house parties they go to are some of the darkest things i've ever seen in my life isn't it weird where you're like having lived in la now and i and used to live there it's like it's so weird because you're like wait where are these go places? anywhere go like, anywhere else i'm sure bravo will let you go to a bar why are you in why are like, they why in the are... most depressing apartments even now it's like schwartz has like two restaurants now. Why is he still living in the worst looking apartment I've ever seen in my life? I know. Like, there's a lot of options in LA. There's a lot of different Ugh. types of neighborhoods. Like, And I would still hook up with them. It's so sad. I know. Well, it would be good if you did just for the story for the pod, honestly. I know. Okay, maybe I'll shit him a DM. I'll let you all know how that goes. In the meantime, I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Catch you guys next time. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause 
Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.